If you turn with me in the word of God, please, to the epistle to the Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 13, and our text is found in verse 9 this morning. Be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines, for it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats, which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. Not carried about, but established. Last week we saw the one who is always the same, the unchanging one, our immutable Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. He's the rock. He has never moved. He's the only rock, he's the solid rock, the sure foundation, the same. And our salvation is grounded in this unchangeable Christ. And we bless his name. He never changes. Always the same, always dependable, always can be trusted, always faithful. He's all we need as sinners. And we have everything in him. Bless his name. And the doctrine concerning his person, the teaching concerning his work, that's all we need. Christ. Christ alone. And we're so blessed. And while it's true that the Lord Jesus Christ is immutable and unchangeable, The same, however, cannot be said of his people. His people change and are changeable. We're not like that rock, Christ Jesus. We're on the rock and the rock never moves. But the problem is we can and we do move. Yesterday, today, Tomorrow for us is never the same. Never the same. And sometimes that's a good thing, of course. That is a good thing, blessed thing. If the change is for the better. If we're changing from glory to glory, that's a great and a good change. If we're growing in grace, it's a necessary change. If we are advancing and getting more Christ-like, that's marvelous. That's what God ordains in his people, that we shine more and more onto the great day. And the very basic matter about that is that's change. Change for the good. But sadly, we know that sometimes... The opposite is true. Sometimes we seem to change for the worse. We seem not to grow but to decay. And this happens very often to the people of God. That they decay. That they depart or backslide. You remember the letters to the seven churches Weren't those letters so full of the evidence of deterioration in those churches? 
they changed some of them for the worse. You remember the Lord said to one, Thou hast left thy first love. That's a change that is not good. The Lord said, Repent and do the first works. You've gone astray. You've gone aside. You've changed for the worse. And that is not a good thing. He talked to the churches about the things that are ready to die. That's not a good change. Changes for the worst. And that's what the apostle is fearing in the Hebrews, you see. A change for the worst. A departure. A getting their eyes off Christ. A losing sight of Jesus. You remember how he said at the start, we see Jesus but he has a fear that they're going to lose sight of this and get them onto other things and go off, off after other things, not looking to him, but being taken up with other things. Less important, though perhaps good. He's concerned about departure. He calls it being carried away. And it comes about because we're not established, our hearts are not established with grace, easily carried about. And so that's what he's thinking about the Hebrews. And that's why he brings this in here, you see. Don't be carried about. It's good to be established. That's vital. And so the apostle is exhorting us. The Holy Spirit is warning us this morning. And the first verb that he uses is the verb to carry about. And the second verb is established the first verb is in a negative sense don't don't be carried about and the second verb is a positive one be established be grounded and settled i think i should point out that there are four verbs in the verse third verb is profit or benefit not profited them and the last verb is occupied therein and they come together, these verbs, not profited by being occupied with certain things, taken up with certain things. And, and these are the four verbs I bring to your attention this morning. Are we being carried about? Are we failing to be established? Are we occupied with things that are unprofitable to our souls? These are very important verbs in the life of the Christian. And the apostle here in the Holy Spirit has brought them together in a marvelous verse. The heart of the matter is the heart. Doesn't he say that the heart established with grace? That is with Christ who is the fountain of grace. Established on him and with him. I could ask you this morning, what is carrying you? What is bringing you about? What is leading you about? Or are you an established believer, settled, contented with Christ? What is occupying you? What are you taken up with? And what profit are you getting from that? 
And are you missing out on not profiting from what is central, what is vital? Christ. Whenever the apostle under the leading of the Spirit uses these verbs, he's doing so with all his experience as a pastor, with all his knowledge of the kinds of Christians that he's met over the years. And Paul has seen all too much of professing Christians being carried away and being occupied with things that are not vital, not fundamental, not of the essence of Christ. And being carried away with little issues, little things that are not foundational and are not mainly the profit for the soul. He's seen so much of that in Christians. He's seen so many carried away and departing for this and that, for minor things, for meats. He's seen Christians who have failed to be established. Perhaps he has the Galatians in mind, even as he writes this, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? That you should not obey the truth. I marvel that you're so soon removed, so soon carried away, so soon laid aside from the grace that is in Christ. I marvel, he says. And Paul marveled at this all the time that he saw it. Christians who were carried away for meat and not enjoying the grace of Christ as they ought. And so when it talks about being carried away, there's a lot of experience in his memory of all the past believers carried away from Christ. You have to think about being what you're carried away from, from communion with him, from enjoying him, from walking with him. And when he talks about being established, it's established in him, grounded and rooted in Christ, in the truth concerning him being near to him, being taken up with him. If we think about these verbs, carried away, established, again I point out he's talking about the heart. I have to, I have to maybe just stress that, the heart, you see. That's what he focuses on, the heart established with grace. That means taken up with Christ, the heart in Christ. Centered on Christ. Let your mind be on Christ. Every week that we're here, we're established on Christ. I, I can't give you the meats and the wee issues and this and that. Christ. His grace. That's what we need. And, and the heart. The heart established, you see. I'm not talking about the body. I mean, you look fairly established as, as, as you appear here. You're here. Your bodies are established. You come and go. You've been here, some of you, for a very long time, for many years. You, you don't look like you've left the first love. You don't look like you've departed from the grace. You haven't gone away from the preaching. You look the same. Your, your bodies look the same. But... What about your heart? You haven't been carried away in your body. You're here. But has your heart been carried away from the grace? This is what Paul is talking about. The heart being carried away. What, 
What has carried you away, perhaps? What, what are you, remember, you're being carried away from the grace that is in Christ, from all the provision in Christ. Carried away to what? This verb, carried away, let's think about it. One of the uses of this verb, carry about, it's used of, of the sick in the ministry of Christ. We read in the Bible that from all around the different regions, whenever they heard that Christ was there, they came together to him. But you see, not everybody could walk. And many had to be carried in beds. And so they come from all around being carried on their beds, carried and born and brought to Christ. This is that verb, carried about in beds. And we read the example of that in the paralyzed man. He was carried by four. They borne him and they carried him about. And that implies, of course, a weakness in the man, doesn't it? A lightness, an inability, a dependence on external forces that carry you about at their will and whim. So it describes a weakness, a sickness, something missing in the sick person that he has to be carried about. And of course that carrying about is a good thing in their lives because they're sick and it was good people that carried them and good people that brought them to Jesus. And there's a sense which you can be carried about in a good way. Carried about by good people. These four men who carried about the palsied man, they were good men. Jesus saw their faith. They were carrying him about in faith and trust in Christ. They were good and that man was blessed that he was in the providence of being carried about by good men. And that's what Paul's sermon is. I want to carry you about to Christ. I want to bring you this sermon, this homily, to carry you to Jesus. You're weak, you're frail, you're spiritually weak, you're easily prone to backslide and to go away but the sermon is to carry you about to Christ that's a blessed carrying about thank God for the carrying about of the preachers who carry you about with the word of God and with the sermons to bring you to Christ to establish you in his grace a blessed thing that they carry you to the solid doctrine. A blessed thing that they carry you to the Son of God. The one greater than angels. The one who is the great high priest. The one who is the mediator of the covenant. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever. You're blessed if you're carried to him. And that's a good way to look at this epistle to the Hebrews. It's Paul carrying them. Thank God for those who preach the gospel to you and who carry you in prayer. But the danger is that in your spiritual weakness and your paralysis, you let yourself be carried about by other things and other persons. And you leave the pure preaching of the word and you go to other things that carry you about 
not to the same thing. To needs. To issues that change. Things that are not solid. That are not satisfying to the soul. That's the danger. That you're carried about by other persons. Carried about by winds. What does it say here? Stivers and strange doctrines, Paul says. Not to be carried about with them. These alien doctrines. These doctrines that are not part of the word of God. Not fundamental. Not conveying grace to your soul. And there are many carriers, divers' teachings, divers' teachers, divers' winds and spirits. There's no shortage of carriers. What Paul means is things that are not fundamental to the Word of God. You remember, we have been so much warned by this, about this by the Lord Jesus and by others. You remember how Jesus said, Take heed that no man deceive you. Many shall arise. False prophets, false Christ, they'll even show great signs and wonders. And if it were possible, they would deceive the elect. If it were possible. Well, that shows you how easy it is of them to get people astray, how persuasive they can be. How they appear as Christ, how they appear as prophets, how they appear as having the word of God. Whenever they set forth these meats. But we all know it's not doing the heart good. Establishing the heart in grace. In the grace of Christ. We read there this morning how Paul warned them at Ephesus, he says, Of your own selves even shall men arise, speaking perverse things to to draw away, to carry away disciples after them. After them. Be not carried about. Paul had this fear with all his churches. To the Colossians he said, Lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. Lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. The traditions of men. The rudiments of the world. And not after Christ. The same yesterday and today and forever. So they will lead us, these things that carry us about, will lead us to be established in unprofitable things. Though they might be even important things, but they are unprofitable things because they're taking you away from the grace that is in Christ. Don't lose out with Christ. Don't be distracted. Don't be diverted, people of God. That's what the devil works his fingers to the bones about. 
to divert the thoughts on the mind, the diversions pouring in. One thing needful, the grace of Christ, the heart and grace. One thing needful, to be taken up with him, to consider him, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, not in bitterness, not in anger, but in him rooted and grounded in love. In love. Rooted and built up and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, Jesus said, shall be like unto a wise man that built his house upon a rock. Established. And nothing can carry it away. The rain descends, the floods rise, the winds blow from every direction, and there it stands still. Established in the word and grace of Christ. What are you occupied with? Are they things that don't profit? What strange doctrines, what divers matters carry you about? Oh, to be established in the grace of Christ, abide in him, think on him, let him be your center. Another way the verb is used is it's used of, of clouds. Clouds that are without water. Clouds that aren't full of rain. Aren't full of the spirit. Aren't full of life. Light, fluffy clouds there. and They're not going to bring a spot of rain upon you. But the wind blows and oh wow they can travel real fast. Carried away with the wind. We are to be clouds filled with the Holy Spirit. Clouds of moisture, clouds abounding with the grace of Christ. Solid clouds, outpouring clouds that bring blessings on others. Not easily blown about. What kind of cloud are we today? Another way the verb is used is Paul to the Ephesians. He says, don't be any more children. Tossed to and fro. Carried about with every wind of doctrine. Blown about. You know, you go down the street and you, there's a wind blowing. And you see the paper or something else and it's blown. Gust of wind, it's blowing here, it's blowing there. A balloon, and you lose your balloon, and boom, it's away. Blown to and fro, and hither and thither, up and down. So many Christians are like that. Some wee wind comes. Away. Losing out. They may even think it's a great fearful issue. 
but in their souls they lose out. They do. This grace. This grace. And you know, children, you know, they're playing with this toy and they see someone else with that toy. They're over there, they want that. Children, to and fro. Or they see someone in the sand. Oh, I want to be in the sand now. And then they see someone with their boots in the water in the sink. Oh, I want to be in the water now. To and fro. And you can see what's in their minds. They're, they're children. We're not to be children in the faith, but established. And to that end, we need discernment, don't we? Discernment not to be carried about. Like that paralyzed man on his bed. He had discernment. Use four men or good men. You'll bring me to Christ. I'll have you carry me about. You have to have discernment. You have to discern between the true and the false. So as not to be carried about. You have to discern between the biblical and the unbiblical so as not to be carried about. You have to discern between the fundamental and the minor not to be carried about. You have to be discerning between right and wrong not to be carried about. You have to be concerned with the vital and the changing indifferent not to be carried about. And what's the answer to this? How do we get discernment? To know something is wrong. To know something is jarring. That is grinding. That it's out of the machinery of grace. And it's not part of that. How do you discern that? How do you learn that discernment? To be established. Well, of course, it's through the word of God, isn't it? The word of God shows us Christ. Shows us the vital. Shows us the fundamental. And if we see that and if we're established in that, we don't know all the Bible. We don't know all the verses. We're not infallible. But if we know Christ and his word, we get the spread of discernment. So know your Bible and read your Bible and get the grace of the Bible in your heart. And then get under a faithful ministry. That's vital. Uh, this verse has to be kept in its context. And in its context, it's, it's with verse 7. Verse 7 is, is the positive Remember them which have the rule over you, have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, be not carried about. So, so the positive is, be established, be under faithful ministry, remember them that have the rule over you, who bring to you the word of God. Part of it is getting your roots into the word. The word of God. Being established in the word of God. And stability is linked 
to attendance at the ministry of the word. How do we know a faithful ministry? They speak to you the word of God. They tell you always Jesus Christ, the immutable Christ, his grace. They tell you that. Don't be carried about by every wind. The word of God is central. Christ proclaimed as the sum and substance of that word of God is central. If you're going to be carried about by novel movements and new churches and new organizations, you have to ask, is it the word of God that is central? How much do they give to the word of God? What do they make of Christ? What do they think of Christ? Do they focus and center on his grace? Is he loved? Is he really loved? Is he really adored? Is he really sent forth? This Jesus Christ, the immutable redeemer. You have to ask these questions about any novel organization or any novel movement and your thought of being carried about to it. Is it Christ central? Or is it an issue-based organization? Drawing people because of an issue. However good that issue may be. And meets, meets are good in themselves. But they can't become all. They can't be what drives you and carries you. They can't be what you are established in. You can't be established in meats. You can't be established in an issue. However good the issue may be. You have to be established in Christ. Christ, brethren and sisters. Christ when we're on our deathbed and going into eternity. Christ, his grace. And that's what the carriers about minimize. They minimize grace. The heart and grace. And they minimize grace. And they maximize meets. They make big meats. Whatever the meat may be. Whatever the matter may be. They maximize the meat. And minimize. The grace. The grace. And so. You have to have discernment. Is it worth being carried about for? Is it worth being occupied about? Is it going to profit your soul to be taken up and occupied with that? Grounded in grace. Grounded in the doctrines and the teachings of grace. That's our food. That's sufficient for our souls. That's enough. That's what the ministry focuses on. 
The grace of Christ. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And you ought to know it more and more. And the ministry is designed to help you to know it more and more. And we always close our service. As we do this day. The grace of Jesus Christ be with you all.